welcome back to the morning show on our Coffee and Sunshine podcast. And it's been a long time. We haven't done this since March, but it's been a very productive and full year so far of uh, all the different podcast projects, especially the Dante readings. We're now into Paradise for the second time, and we're reading each sphere, like one at a time. And we're also doing... We have considering starting up the Proust, the book podcast with Proust again, because we got a really nice uh, message, voice message from one, one of the listeners there. And also the science podcast might be kind of, it's coming back as something that we might want to work with because we are uh, talking with uh, astrophysicists lately. And then uh, that could be, a great start of new conversations and a bit of new life to that as well. So both the book pod, book podcast and the science podcast might be coming back. Uh, but first, we're going to focus on on the ancient world and the Dante readings, which is a huge joy. So we're now in we're doing both um, of a series of readings and then making podcasts and and as well having some group conversations and some uh, some individual conversations with people who are just reading through it and then discussing different aspects and discovering a wealth of new new uh, themes and and points of both beauty and wisdom and inspiration that becomes more clear also some of these things are coming out the second time you read it because you know the whole journey so you you understand the contextual significance of a chapter or a sphere which is kind of the unit we are focusing on now is the sphere unit because then you just have 10, 10 kind of blocks in in paradise, like nine spheres and then the Empyrean, like the, the, the realm beyond time and space <laughs> within which all these spheres are, are rotating and, and uh, living in a sense, they're kind of there, <laughs> they are, like they are representing time as well. So like, or that is where time is happening. In the period, there is no time. So we have um, been through with groups, the first three spheres, the, the lower paradise. And now we're going to have one chat about the sun, which is kind of the, the, you have three planets, the sun, and then three more planets. Then you get to, the constellations, the fixed stars, which is kind of the universe, so like that outside of the solar system in the Ptolemaic cosmology model that they had in the 1300s. And then you have the one more shell of the, the Primobile, the first mover, the shell that is spinning the fastest and that which sets everything into motion. So in some ways, the sun is in the middle of the solar system. And then we just finished reading about Mars yesterday, which is a really interesting sphere. It's um, it's a big contrast. The sun is super intense. It's theology. It is a symbol of the divine in itself. And it's also the place where he meets tw first 12 and then 12 more souls, like the big theologians and, and people uh, of, of uh, big wisdom and also representing worlds of of knowledge and theology and writings. So he's surrounded by 24 stars, so like souls, shining souls. And um, it's an intense 
part of of the journey and then when you get to mars it's kind of a reddish reddish glow but it's also much more calm and then this becomes the middle of the this is the fifth sphere so this is in many ways the the heart of the paradise being in the middle of the whole book and then he meets like dante as the pilgrim and kind of also as the writer meets his great great grandfather so kind of that's where we get the whole story about dante and the comedy so you get his ancestry with his uh, then great great grandfather and a bit more story about his great grandfather and then you get the story about florence and then you get a story about dante's future as seen from the year 1300 so he's writing this about 13 16 17 18 somewhere so he's dating back the journey to 1300 and then he's making prophecies in the book about his future which is already kind of his lived past for the last 15 years but but you get then the whole story of dante his life his exile and then also the whole coming of the comedy in itself and then how he describes it as it's a very neat way he's doing it because he then talks the pilgrim and part of the author, like they're usually separated, but suddenly here they're kind of a little bit the same person, talks then to his ancestry and then just says that uh, he he has, he has lost his city, but he still has his verse, meaning his poetry. And then he, he thinks about like, if he can talk, talk about the journey that he has made. So at this point, we're in the middle of the third book. And then if you read from the beginning, we already been through two and a half books with a long journey and then suddenly he meets someone and says maybe i should write about this journey <laughs> that i've been through so it's a it's a nice little loop back to kind of referencing what we are reading as substance for writing a book in the future for the pilgrim as he stands there talking to his heritage and lineage so that is um uh, it's a very kind of explicit in a sense way of describing the purpose of the comedy and how it has come to like, how he arrived at the point where he started wanted to write the whole the whole book and the trilogy and then he's also explaining why he's using all these famous people and then uh, some of the techniques that he feels that he has to use in order to make the work interesting for people and to make it have the effect that he wants to so all of this is put into the middle of the paradise as the as a book and then also like in the in the sphere of mars or the heavens of mars which is also the heaven of so mars is the war god in the also like the greek mythology so this is where he meets so his great great grandfather was also a, a warrior and then you meet other kind of warriors from that time okay so that was a bit of a rambling about <laughs> where we are in the in the comedy at the moment. So uh, we're going to keep reading then the next spheres or heavens in that book. So we just last night ended uh, like arrived at Jupiter just with one line, this, the the silvery star, the temperate star. So he calls planets stars. So that is Jupiter, and then we just have Saturn, which is the contemplatives, and also the ladder up into the even more kind of the spiritual heavens then we get the fixed stars the primo mobile and then we're in the empyrean so it's just like five steps and then then we get the final moment and then the whole um ending point which was 
in some ways almost a definition of mysticism at the time, which is like a, the experience of the unity with the divine, which was kind of both the aim and the, the core of much of the mystics in the, especially 11 and 1200s, but all, all, all the way from the beginning. So then that's the almost the last sentence. And then you just get the last sentence, which is kind of the love that moves the sun and the other stars. So it's one of the most beautiful endings on a literary work ever written, I think. Okay, so uh, I think we're gonna stop it here. Uh, this was a lot longer than planned, <laughs> but uh, we're having a good coffee. It's a nice morning. We're still up in the North of England and uh, these different podcast projects, they keep growing and that's a lot of fun. So, um, uh, yeah, if it's interesting still, so the ancient world is, is the main project at the moment. And then there will be more with Proust also very shortly, I think. So with that, hope you're having a great morning and a good coffee and some nice things to do today. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And see you again next time.